And you people, you're all astronauts on some kind of Star Trek. JK, JK, uh, Taylor, you are in studio. I am. Oh I've arrived. Oh my God. First time. This is the first time we've ever met in person. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be so funny if we were just like, oh, our, our origin stories we met on Craigslist. I yeah. put in like a, an ad for please do a podcast with me. We met on Bubble, like actual Friends Bubble. Friends Bubble would be cool. I think that exists. Does it? I mean, Wait, I guess it. Uh, right? Bumble is like also just for people who want friends. I actually don't know what the difference between the, the many social apps are. Just like Facebook, Twitter, no so, idea, well, I same know, like, thing. I know like the difference between like the old ones, but like the old Bumble, ones? <laughs> like Bumble, Bumble to me is like Tinder and yeah, it's very Grindr similar. And I, yeah, I know yeah. there are like, you know, obviously like different subsects yeah, of people yeah. who use the it's different the, ones. It's the, the apps used to meet people are all yeah. kind of the same. Bumble, all- I'm like... I never used it, but I am pretty sure because when I moved out here, I was like, how do I make friends? Uh-huh. Um, and the answer was just play Frisbee. Yeah. But, um, Frisbee's the but that was yeah. one of the things. It was like, get on Bumble and mm-hmm. you can like not do, you can specify. Yeah. Interesting. I, I, I mean, I guess my, uh, my thought is it's just horny men using whatever avenue to... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I uh, tried to get on one of the um, like language exchange apps mm-hmm. where people just kind of like speak to each other in ooh, coming much clearer. Yeah, yeah. wow. <laughs> or um, people would like speak to each other in their native languages as like you know like I'm learning Spanish and you're learning English and we'll go ahead and talk to each other, but literally all all of the messaging was just men tra- <laughs> telling me that I was beautiful. <laughs> And I was like, I know. (laughs) I was like, I don't need you. I I know. That's not what I'm on here for. (laughs) I did not need that from you. Thank you. Yeah. uh, I, yeah. I deleted it after like a single day because it was too much. So you're right. (laughs) I think that's what what I'm saying is you're right. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Love to hear. Anytime when somebody like, like if I, I was having a, a meeting with my doctor recently and I was just like, do I wear a mask indoors like wherever I go? And she was just like, absolutely. You should not trust other yeah. people. And I was just like, oh, that felt great because I was just like, am I just like a weird, like distrusting lunatic? And she's like, no, no, no. You should not trust anybody. I was like, oh God, thank you so much for saying that. The validation. That was so nice to hear. Um, Taylor, we're actually here to talk about Star Trek. Yes. So have you never watched any Star Trek? I have apparently i've been told that i've seen one movie (laughs) this is new information to you yeah new new to me Mm. um my partner is very adamant that i've seen one of the christopher pine yeah one of the chris pine movies which i also believe him but i also have no memory of it because why wouldn't you he's a handsome devil yeah and my partner or chris pine i mean both (laughs) 
both of them. Why wouldn't you trust your partner? He's very handsome. <laughs> He's a handsome devil. And Chris Pine is also very handsome. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I've seen one of them, but I don't remember anything from it. I think I conflated a lot with one of the Superman movies because I feel like the I the vision like the memory that I have is just kind of like outer space and then a farm or something. So I don't, I don't really know there. I mean the, yeah, the first Chris Pine one kind of opens on him being like a bad boy stealing a car. Yeah. Yeah. I think like beastie boys. Yeah. But it's like in like a field in like Iowa. Yeah. 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 So I think I conflate. So same movie, same movie, same same thing, (laughs) same universe. Um, Well, you'd be surprised to know, shocked to know, maybe even, that Star Trek itself has origins dating back to, like, the 60s. I did know that. I knew (laughs) that it was old. So, okay, wait. Let me just, like, the things I know about Star Trek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Spock. Good. That's a good starting point. (laughs) Spock. Um, Is Data in Star Trek? Yeah, Data is in Star Trek. Okay, I knew Data. Um... I know that um, the shirts' colors mean different things, mm-hmm. um, and they're in space. That is that. That those are good starting points. Yeah, I dressed up all, as Data for Halloween one year. That's a good costume. Thank you. Um, Spock is a real thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Leonard Nimoy. Yes. And then later, uh, Zach Quinto. Uh, Data, Brent Spiner, of course. Uh, he's known for literally nothing else other than being dated. Yeah, I don't even know that name. So, and yeah, you're right. The shirts correspond to there's command, security, and then medical science. Yes, I know the color. And I know what they mean. Yeah. Oh, wait. They change the colors. The colors oh, corresponding do change. So in original Star Trek, Star Trek the original series, uh, yellow is command. Yeah. And then red is security engineering. And then blue is medical science. It's wild to have security and engineering be the same group. It is a little weird. It's that doesn't make any sense. It's to a me. little weird. <laughs> um, and then in the next generation, and then in subsequent series, red is command, and then yellow is engineering security, and then blue is. No, course. I don't like that. You they don't like that. They shouldn't have done that. It is because then the whole thing. There's a whole thing about red shirts, right? Mm-hmm. Red shirts are disposable. <laughs> they shouldn't have changed that. I wonder if that was a. Like an, an intentional, because that was the joke forever. If they decide, like, oh, they're they're actually so not disposable that they're actually the command. No, that's you're actually dumb. the most important person. I don't on like the that. If you're listening, writers of Gene Roddenberry, if yeah, you're listening you, out there from the grave. I don't like that. You, oh, from the grave. Yeah, he, I'll hold a seance. I'll talk to him. Okay, uh, you could actually talk to his son Eugene Roddenberry. Oh, I have notes, Eugene. Seems like a wonderful man. Um. I'm sure. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm really coming at it hard, but I don't like that they changed the colors. This is yeah. my first. This is I didn't know that. This is new. Information and now I'm upset. You. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to upset you so early in the morning. <laughs> uh, so, Star Trek. Yeah. So the colors correspond to each other. I um did prepare a quick uh fact fiction or fudge you. Oh great. And this is really gonna please you because you're really familiar with actor names. <laughs> great. So yeah. I I think the only actor name is. That I know is Leonard Nimoy with oh, Spock, right? So what I what I did was I put together a list of famous people who may or may not have been in Star Trek. <laughs> so this is a list. Of- I know two people. No, three, including Chris Pine. <laughs> yeah. So these are all people who who either like had a maybe like 
substa- maybe substantial role or maybe just a one-off okay. appearance. So this is the list. All These right. are I tried to I I, ha- I found a list online and I was like, there's no way that Taylor knows most of these people. So I tried to pick people that you'd maybe have some familiarity with. That's very kind of you, and you. I'm sorry in advance for disappointing you. <laughs> we'll see how this goes. <laughs> TBD. <laughs> okay, so the first name Brad Pitt. Was Brad Pitt ever on any no. Star Trek? Correct. Okay, great. <laughs> Captain Kirk. I just yeah, try I just like tried to like picture him yeah. in like a shirt and just kind of like being there yeah. in like a space themed At warp speed, like what warp speed should we go, Captain? Yeah, I just don't see it. What about Kirsten Dunst? From Bring It On. Is yeah. that what we know her from? <laughs> I, I mean that was the first thing that came to mind for me just in that moment. Uh what else would you know her from? What would you say is her primary? Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I think Bring It On is probably her most famous role. I can't even picture her, so. I can't even picture her. Let's see. Hold on. I'm going to, okay, so Kirsten Dunst, when you pull her I up I feel on, like, I just feel like that's a very, that's just a oh, name. Oh, Spider-Man. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Yeah, I yeah, guess, yeah. yeah. Wow, right. it's not even the top four things on her filmography on IMDb. It's Spider-Man, Melancholia, Interview with a Vampire, and Little Women. Then I'm going to say yes, she was in it. Because you just said that. Yes. She was uh, <laughs> in an episode of Star Trek The Next Generation. What about singer Katy Perry? Oh, man. So she did mm, She did want to like screw an alien, though. Right? You know what I'm talking about? That I song? Don't. No. What? No. Yes, you do. This she screwed. I'm an alien. Uh, Sex so <laughs> Is this not doing this it? Is this not is not one, This is not one of the ones I know from her. What? Yeah. Oh my god. You're so supersonic. No, I don't know that what? one. I feel like I'm pretty familiar with her music, and I don't know that one. Wait, am I just like fucking up? <laughs> oh. Hold on. No. Hold on. This is not. This is good podcasting. This is right? great podcasting. It's yeah. It's ET featuring Kanye West. No, I don't know that song at all. What? <laughs> Hang on. Hold on. Play it right now. Yeah, I'll play it right now. <laughs> ET featuring E.T. Kanye West. Yeah, by Katy Perry. I have never. I got a dirty mind. I got filthy ways. I'm trying to bathe my age. I have never heard this song Oh my god. Is this a radio song? Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, wait. Let's skip ahead a little bit. Songs about her wanting to fucking alien. I I mean I haven't really done the deep dive on the lyrics, but I'm pretty sure she did. Was she was married to Russell Brand for which he is a while, an alien. And he is an alien for sure. We've talked about. Yeah, it. he's one. He's in that same category with Olivia Wilde and uh, yeah Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, yeah, Cumberbatch. he's for sure an alien. Um, um, so that could have been like an admission of. Uh, like, so I'm gonna say no. 
Correct. She was not. Uh, she about, wanted to be, though. What about former Seinfeld actor Jason Alexander? George Costanza yes. himself. You're right. Yes. I yes. could just picture him in it. He's like a, and he plays like a very low key, like, hmm, you know, like he's a bad guy, but he's. Classic. Yeah. What about uh, other Seinfeld alum, Julia Louis-Dreyfus? No. Also correct. She was too busy filming Veep. Well, I mean, like, Star Trek has been around for a long time. It wasn't just during the years of, like... I don't know. Hey, listen, so far, I think I'm, I'm 100%, 100% on these. You're 100% so far. <laughs> My a, logic is flawless. Yeah. What about a former uh, late-night host, uh, Jay Leno? Was he ever on a Star Trek? Jay Leno. Hey, no, uh, hey, that's Captain crazy. Picard. Captain Picard. Eh? No. He was not. Uh, other, uh, maybe late-night, frequent guest, Kelsey Grammer. Yes. Was he in a Star Trek? Yes, he was. He was uh, I'm very fluent in Kelsey Grammer's yeah. appearances in various <laughs> films and TV shows. Uh, what about uh, what, what about uh, Seth MacFarlane? Family Guy creator, voice actor, star of the Orville. Was I ever in a Star Trek? Hey, Lois, remember that time I was on the Enterprise? <laughs> Seth MacFarlane. I th- okay, this one's hard. I'm going to say... No. Ooh, your first oh, wrong one. He was on an episode of Star Trek Enterprise. Damn it. Uh, what about uh, super hunk Tom Hardy? I don't even know who that is. He was the star of Mad Max, Fury Road. I didn't see uh, that. He was Bane in that Batman movie. Oh, okay. Take now I'm on board. Control Gotham. Yeah. Yeah. I like Bane. Um, I like Bane. Yeah. I think you'd know who Tom Hardy was if I showed you a picture of Probably. him. I mean, that's like my issue with all of it it's like you i recognize faces, faces but i don't know anybody's name which is which is hard um i'm gonna say yes tom hardy was yeah is, there is old tom thomas hardy nope you're actually i don't wow nope. okay uh he was <laughs> uh in star trek nemesis he was the clone of patrick stewart wait yeah it was a younger a younger clone oh, okay <laughs> And also, like, looks like that doesn't make any they sense. don't look anything like they just like shaved his head and said, like, you'll be his clone. Uh, comedian Sarah Silverman. Was she ever in Star Trek? Um, no. Was I ever in a Star Trek? She was. She Damn was in an st- episode of Star Trek Voyager where they went back in time. Was she? She just like guest starred on. Yeah, on she it? was like a like she worked in it like. I really wish they, like, went back in time and, like, they went to, like, a comedy club and just, like, um, farts and poop. But instead she was, like, she worked in, like, a observatory and they needed her help. Okay. Classic. What about, what about fellow female comedian Amy Poehler? Was she ever in a Star no. Trek? Correct. You're back on track. I'm, I'm, I'm back. <laughs> uh, what about musician Iggy Pop? Ooh. Yes. It is correct. He yes. was one of the Vorta in Star Trek D Space. That just Nine. seems like something they would do. David Bowie. Okay. I'm gonna say yes, but not actually. <laughs> <laughs> Either way you're correct. Uh he was not in a Star Trek. <laughs> so the thing <laughs> let me explain what I was thinking. <laughs> Please. Before I sound like a total idiot. Hang I was on, thinking, hang on. Yes, but also no. I was thinking, I was like, 
I bet David Bowie's like mentioned or referenced or whatever, but wasn't he himself was mm. that did you know what I mean? I, I was getcha. like, um, I don't know. Because, like, very ethereal person, but... The one thing I will say about Star Trek is they rarely reference real people from the past. They should. I mean, like, it's... They should, (laughs) but it also, like, it creates that... Eugene, get on the line. It creates that thing of in, like, the next... Because then, like, why... You know, like, it's the sort of thing, like, in the future, like, whenever people make movies in the future, like, you know, if you make a movie that takes place in, like, 2100, Mm, and people are still listening to... Like, people are still listening to Katy Perry for some reason, (laughs) and, like, music has not been produced in the next hundred years or something. Like, there's just... They (laughs) don't make music for the future. It's the sort of thing, like, if they reference David Bowie, has there not been another David Bowie in the next 300 years? What if we, as like the human race like retired names like how like, in like the nba they, they retire, retire numbers yeah you just like retire names <clears throat> you can't name your child david, david bowie. bowie or like pilot inspector or something right like that name has been retired right that person Lee. is too famous you can't yeah. Also have that name. I'm really Which sorry. is, I mean, it's the same thing like with Michael B. Jordan. Right. He had to add the B. Yeah. <laughs> Why, Michael? Okay, last one. Dwayne okay. The Rock Johnson. Yes. Yes, he was. Yes, Mr. Johnson. <laughs> Mr. Johnson, you were in an episode of Star Trek. I, of course, saw it when it aired. It was an episode of Star Trek Voyager. What, he did, he, a, what did he play? He was a gladiator on like a planet uh, of like yeah. pit fighters. Sure. And he fought Seven of Nine and Tuvok. I I don't know what you just said. <laughs> it was like, it was one, like, legit one of his first acting roles, because, like, he was still, like, really, oh, like, okay. in so the wrestling early. thing. Early and in he, his movie career. Early, and he not did not even have a movie career to not speak of at this point. Oh, so had, Star Trek launched him. Yeah, I think Star Trek was his wow. launching point. He Origin had not story. deigned the Mummy franchise yet. What? Nobody. The, nobody he was in the Mummy? Yeah, oh. that was his first like that was his breakout role as the Scorpion King in the Mummy. <laughs> he battled bad. Brendan Fraser. I'm a bad nerd. That's okay. You, that you don't know the Mummy franchise does I not don't know, I don't know dispute anything. your nerd cred. It's not like people are gonna be. Actually, I thought she was a pretty big nerd until she said she didn't know she the said, Mummy oh, she doesn't franchise. Know about the Mummy. Ew. Wow. If okay. How many mummy movies are there in that in that franchise? Not like as a whole throughout the history of the mummy, but the mm. Brendan Fraser mummy franchise. Two. No, that doesn't make any sense. That's not a franchise. That's a duology. <laughs> four. There are. I mean, canonically, I'd say there are four because nice. there is a nailed it. Mummy, mummy, two, mummy, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor, and then the Scorpion King spinoff. I don't like how we stop naming movie like we. I don't like it when movies do that. When they're like, Mummy 1, Mummy 2, Mummy, I'm going to ignore the numbers now. <laughs> well, the first Mummy was not the Mummy 1. They weren't like... Well, that's well, yeah. I mean, I'm not asking that. I'm just saying if you're going to start numbering, numbering them, them... You can't stop numbering them. <laughs> yeah, you can't yeah. stop after two. <laughs> yeah. We're actually we're done numbering these movies. Yeah, the I like you can call it like Mummy Three, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor, or like yeah, you have to have like ten movies before you can stop numbering them or something. Oh wow, you have to do like Fast and Furious, where you're like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna number them, number them, number them, and then once we get to double digits, this is just too much. That makes sense to me. Yeah, when you say Mummy 
mummy two and then don't continue numbering them mm-hmm. i have qualms i may have i may be like colloquially or not colloquially uh whatever the word is i may be conflating i don't think the mummy two is called the mummy two. Oh, then <laughs> i might have just cut I might that just, out i might just yeah, can we edit cut this? out that yeah. rant um I may have my uh, very mistakenly. specific numbering yeah. issues. I think it's. I actually think it's called the Mummy Returns, not the Mummy. Oh, uh, that's a good name for a second movie. Yeah, because he did return. He returned. Yeah, after ba- vanquishing him in the first one, he did return. Okay, so, so which one was Mr. Johnson in? Mr. Johnson was in the Mummy Returns. Oh, okay. And then he went on to star in the Scorpion King. Is that also a Mummy movie? It is a. Mu- I mean, it's like technically in the Mummy. Was oeuvre. was he the Scorpion King? He was the Scorpion King. He was the titular Scorpion. Okay, King. now I want to watch the Mummy. You should series franchise. Whatever. They're kind of fun movies. That's a good. That's really convincing. <laughs> thank you, thank you. But hey, we're not here to talk about the Mummy. We're no. here to talk about yeah. What if like the you are like I'm not interested in watching Star Trek. Let's but talk about the Mummy. Now. I will watch the Mummy. <laughs> I wouldn't do that to you. I mean, it would be fair. I genuinely, they're fun movies. But so we're here to talk about Star Trek. Yes. So I first started watching Star Trek when I was a wee Bobby lad. A wee Bobby lad. A wee Bobby lad. Yes. Um, My neighbor really liked Star Trek. And my neighbor, I think I've talked about him before, year older than me, cooler than me. So of course I wanted to like Star Trek. So for me, when I was a kid, it was cartoons, Star Trek, and wrestling were the three, the big three. And I have continued to love Star Trek my entire life. Yes. And part of it is I love space. space oh, yeah. Space rocks. is fun. I think it's so fun. The, like, infiniteness of, like, you can just do whatever you want. Because, like, you can go, you know, a thousand light years away. And, of course, there's an alien race full of people who have, like, spikes coming out of their faces or... You know, maybe it's just like a humanoid race who has like pointy ears. You yeah. Know, like, you can do whatever you want because it's space and there's no fact to dispute. You know, like, how do you know there's not a race of like goo beings, you know, a thousand yeah. light years away? You have no proof. So you can just do that and nobody's going to be like, I actually don't think that that would be. There's you can do whatever you want. Right. The, the nice thing and the fun thing about Star Trek is everything feels grounded in reality, too. So, like, even though they're making up just bonkers alien races, it never feels like, ooh, that one feels like kind of a stretch because it's space, right? You can you can do whatever you want. But they also make it feel like things happen for a reason on the show. It's not like, oh, we, uh, we encountered a race full of people who can, like, uh, phase through our ship and, like, steal people, you know, like, whatever, like... It, everything kind of feels there's always an explanation for something even if, like when stuff kind of feels like is that could that happen they still find a way to be like actually it could happen here's why and they give you this mm-hmm. like explanation of oh okay and that feels that felt there real. are rules and there they are rules the rule. it's hard yeah. sci-fi yes it is hard sci-fi so part of that's a big part of why i like star trek another big part of why i like it is the idealism of what humanity has become in the future <laughs> because humanity sucks you know currently and and in the past the idea that eventually we will reach a point where nobody's nobody's really driven by money or power the the whole goal is to like is to not just uh better the human race but to better like existence as a whole and you know like throughout 
the different series of Star Treks, you get sort of, especially like newer Star Trek stuff, you get sort of a glimpse into maybe Starfleet, which is the governing body of humanity and like what we're doing in space. Okay. Um, Starfleet then joins the Federation, which is no, like the, like Ooh. the, like, you know, Vulcans, Klingons, you know, all like different people are all the Federation together. Yeah. Um, but it, it just like, it's the idea that we're all trying to make each other better and life better for everybody. And, but eventually, you know, there's a little bit of like, is Starfleet as good as we all think it has been for the last, like, 60 years of watching star trek they're starting to delve into that a little bit in like Mm -hmm. newer series some reckoning um but it's it's the idealism of we can be better here's a presentation of like how humanity can work to the point where like when uh somebody comes in is like well you know what about the cost and you know like captain picard to be like oh we don't do money anymore (laughs) like (laughs) we abolished money like 200 years ago on earth i don't know what you're talking about and you know, like, and so once, like, they removed money, you know, like, then it became less of a financial endeavor to cure diseases and, you right. know, like, that sort of thing. It's always been that sort of, like, gosh, wouldn't it be great if? Yeah. <laughs> and Gene Roddenberry created that on purpose as, like, this thing of, like, humanity can do this. Right. The, we you just know, have like, to decide to do right. it. It is. It's sort of, like, hard sci-fi also in that, like, we'll never do it, but... um. <laughs> <laughs> this earth, will never happen. <laughs> the earth will be destroyed before we ever accomplish anything close to this, but um comforting. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, at least it'll happen after our lifetime, right? Fingers crossed. <laughs> Crickets. Um, <laughs> hello? <laughs> but it it has created this thing uh in me of like I just this is what I want life and earth to be like is yeah. this sort of like utopia, not utopia. There's still crime and stuff on earth, but like right. this idea that like oh you know war yes we get like the federation gets into wars with other races but as far as like war on earth like it's it's not even like people don't fight with each other Mm. over stuff like money oil you know power that sort of thing so interesting that's a concept like that's what kept me through star trek for so long but what keeps me going is the characters and relationships between the characters and all that stuff so do you have any questions about star trek before i talk more about it i don't think so i don't know enough to have questions about it i don't think let me play a quick a quick game with you i'm going to play some uh theme songs oh okay from star treks and so i'm going to i'll tell you right now the names of the shows okay and you can tell me which theme you think it it belongs to okay so there's star trek okay star trek star trek the next generation star trek deep space nine Okay. Star Trek Voyager. Uh, okay. Star Trek Enterprise. Okay. And Star Trek Discovery. Are these okay? I have questions. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> are these all TV shows? Yes. These are the, t- the TV. These shows. are the TV shows. Yes. The movies. Mm-hmm. Um. Are those? Were there like old movies made about Star Trek too, or are all the movies like fairly recent and not necessarily like canon? They are, there are, uh, so there were movies, there were six movies based on the original series, the, like, Mm -hmm. uh, Leonard Nimoy, William Shatner. Yeah. There were six movies, those are all canon. Okay. There were four movies about the next generation, those are all canon. Okay. And then when Star Trek, the 10th, 11th one came out, which is the Chris Pine, um, Zach Quinto, 
Keith Ur- Carl Urban, Keith Urban, he's a musician. Carl Urban <laughs> movies, um, those are all a different timeline. Okay. Because they are also Captain Kirk and Spock, right. but those are the they're a younger crew, but it is now divergent from the prime Star Trek timeline. Okay. Because prime Spock goes back in time into that timeline <gasps> and then it diverges off and so now there's Ooh. a star trek multiverse <laughs> out there i'm into it yeah okay so okay cool i was okay so wait star trek mm-hmm. star trek the next generation yes star trek deep space nine yes star trek voyager yes star trek enterprise yes and then star trek discovery oh shit discovery star trek picard like like, like Jean-Luc, Jean-Luc Picard. Picard. Yes. Yes. Okay. So okay. there's seven. Yes. Okay. Are All you ready right. to guess which theme this comes from? Uh, sure. A lot of build-up. Mm. Okay, this is old. This has to be pretty old. Yeah, I'm going to say this is Star Trek The Next Generation. Ooh, correct. Really? Yes! This is truly one of my favorite compositions ever made. This is my ringtone for a lot of years, too. Is this um, when Star Trek goes to the circus? <laughs> Did you forget to tell me about I forgot, a series? Yeah, I tell you Star Trek the circus, the circus act. Okay, I'm gonna say. Man. Okay, this has to be something from like. I don't even remember all of the names of this. I'm gonna say Star Trek Voyager. So this is this is a re- or like somebody recomposed yeah. this. This is the original Star Trek. Oh, yeah. why you gotta do me dirty like that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that makes sense. now saying the names of like different Mars missions or yeah. whatever. <laughs> what? <laughs> this was a Star Trek theme. Picard. No. Okay. 
I just love that this was a Star Trek theme. It doesn't fit with any This of the is rest so of weird. It's so weird. Who's singing? Uh, it was a guy named Russell Watson. What? Okay, the one that's after the next generation. Not Deep Space Nine. This is Star Trek Enterprise. Star Trek Enterprise. This is the theme song to Star Trek Enterprise. Yeah. It was very strange. Like I like Enterprise. This sounds like if was okay. Question: Was Star Trek Enterprise actually just like a soap opera? Because then this would make sense. I mean, it was it was like like I'm thinking of like an early 2000s and yeah, like, you know like intro mm-hmm. of like people fading in and out on yeah. like, a cloud background yeah just kind of like smiling and nodding yeah but, maybe like a galaxy background yeah. it's, you know star trek, star trek but uh no enterprise was itself a i mean it was a star trek show like to its core it did happen it did happen it did exist but it had a very strange intro that people hated <laughs> really why i don't I have no idea why <laughs> It, I mean, so we'll play another one. This okay. is another Star Trek theme that doesn't sound anything like Faith of the Heart. Faith? that the, It was called Faith of the Heart? Faith is of the, the Heart is the name of the song. I'm also going to tell you a story about this song, too. They all sound very, very similar. Yeah. has like the same like structure yeah it's the slow build yeah uh deep space nine correct um so as a as a child i watched every star trek i watched every episode as they premiered like i was like had to be home at yeah. uh, you know whatever time right this is before streaming and star trek the next generation is syndicated like at that point, like, it was syndicated on, like, the local channels. So, like, I'd watch, like, be able to rewatch Star Trek The Next Generation when, like, basically whenever I wanted. Yeah. But Deep Space Nine never re-aired locally. Ooh, okay. And just recently, like, BBC America plays repeats of Star Trek Deep Space Nine. But when Netflix picked up Deep Space Nine on their streaming, I had not seen an episode of Deep Space Nine in, like, ten years. Yeah. The first time I heard the theme oh, song no. again for D Space Nine, I started crying. Because oh. <laughs> I just was like, oh my God, I haven't heard this in 10 years. And I just like, I became like a mess. Oh. And I like went to work the next day and I was like telling somebody else who like also watched Star Trek. I was like, did you watch D Space Nine on Netflix? And she's like, yes. And I was like, did you start crying when you heard the theme song? She's like, yes. Oh, that's so sweet. It was, it was, yeah, it was great. But it was, yeah, it was. I just love that song so much. Um, what it's about a good intro song? Ooh, 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 ooh. I'm gonna say Picard. That's correct. Yeah. It is Picard. Is, is Star Trek Picard like a, a brief, like look back? Like a, you know what I'm talking about? Sort of. Like it's like John Luke Picard's like origin story or Oh something. no, it's, it's definitely like old man. Picard. Old man Picard. Traipsing around the, the galaxy. 
Okay, logic still worked. And then by process of elimination. I don't even remember what <laughs> I've said. This is Star Trek Discovery. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, there are two. That's too many. There are too many names. Well, it's a I lot. Mean, they. It has like there are a bunch like a group of series that have spanned over forty. I mean forty. 50 years. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, I like that they kept the same structure though. Star Trek colon names. Yeah, so it wasn't Star Trek two. two. Next Generation, and then Star Trek Deep Space Nine, and then Star Trek IV Voyager. Um, so, Ooh, yeah, there like are... That. Oh, I'll keep the music going. Um, so, the, you know, the original Star Trek is... Uh, is They're going through space. They're having space adventures. Yeah, space and adventures with your friends. Star Trek The Next Generation is sort of a similar thing, and Star Trek The Next Generation comes, like, 20 years after Star Trek. Okay. So, it's, again, like sort of going through space and going on adventures and having, you know, like, discovering new plans and stuff like that. Yeah. And then Deep Space Nine is a total departure because Deep Space Nine is now on a space station. Okay. Where there's not a ship that they go and, oh. and go traveling around it. They are now in a central s- spot okay. where people come to them. And it's on like the outer reaches oh. of the of like Federation space, so it's sort of like an outpost, but also like a defense station as well. Interesting. Okay. So that is um, not only is it is it divergent from the series because it's no longer about a ship going through space and exploring. It's also the first black captain, like oh. the first like it's a black lead in like 1993 or something. So it's like a pretty early yeah you know like. We're going to have a black lead. He's going to be the commander of the station. And Avery Brooks plays Captain Sisko. And he's wonderful. He's a, he's an, It seems like an, ex, an eccentric, weird guy. But yeah. he plays Sisko so well. And, like, brings an intensity to the role that, like, does not exist with, like, other captains. Okay. Um, and then Star Trek Voyager is the next series. And that um, sort of follows the space exploration. But they end up being... They're a lone ship that gets sent on accident, like, on the other side of the universe, basically. So they are, like, hundreds of years by space travel from getting back to Earth. Oh. So they are cut off from the Federation, and they then have to, like, sort of fend for supplies and, you know, like, make friends with new alien races that they've never heard of before. And, like, you know, eventually, you know, they, they, there's multiple shortcuts that kind of get them a little bit closer each time to getting back to earth. But that's sort of the destination of it's the ship by itself that has to then find its way back to earth Okay. through like, you know, whatever means. But um, that's also the first uh, series to have a female captain. So captain Janeway is the captain of Voyager. Okay. And there is also a um, indigenous man who plays the first officer in that one. So, Another great thing about Star Trek is it's always it's always been pretty diverse in terms of its casting. What year and was this? That was like ninety six. Okay. Something like that. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Um, and then Enterprise was after that, and Enterprise of course had uh, the divergence of having the shitty theme song, and <laughs> um, Enterprise was about like the f- the first before there was a Federation. It was like the first deep space starfleet ship so they kind of become this like 
the first people to meet the Klingons or the first people to meet, mm. you know, all these races that you later become more familiar with. But yeah. it's sort of like going back and looking at something before even the original Star Trek. And then Discovery is something that just came out. Like there's there was no Star Trek series for almost like 15 years because Enterprise did so poorly that like, <laughs> no network was like... It's probably because of the theme song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was like there was a a deluge of Star Trek series for a long time. Mm-hmm. And so then networks were just like, mm, pass. We're not going to do one for... Until Discovery came out. And then Discovery is um, this this experimental ship that can kind of be anywhere in the <clears throat> excuse me in the universe whenever it wants to it has like a, a very Phase experimental quantum superposition yeah. to um classic you, yeah classic <laughs> stuff um but it's it's this one is it's a little darker it was made i think it started like three or four years ago so it's it's mm-hmm. in the time of prestige television so the nice thing about star trek up until discovery is it always felt kind of even keeled mm-hmm. so like it's nice to watch it for me it's like it's comfort television a lot of yeah. times because i've seen it all and i love the shows and um it just feels good to watch it yeah and now escapist. with like discovery it's now taking place during like i said prestige television and now like the shows are like pretty good but also they have their highs and their lows more than other i mean there's been bad older star trek episodes too but with like Star Trek Discovery and Picard, which are both currently airing, they're both a little more, they delve a little deeper into stories and, you know, like human, like human stories rather than just like, oh, you know, like stuff happens to the characters, but it never seems to have like, I mean, I take that back. Stuff happens that has lasting effects, but it's not always like a huge dramatic thing. And like, you know, there's really never talk of like mental health or that sort of stuff mm-hmm. that that they do sort of kind of get into in the newer Star Treks. But yeah, that's kind of the, the rundown of the of the series. Okay. The series is, is. I didn't realize that there were so many series. There's a lot of Star I, Trek. For some reason, I think I thought that Star Trek was just like an old show that yeah. people watched and loved. So there were three, I think three seasons of the original series. That's then not there's that many seven of the next generation then there's seven of deep space nine then there's seven of voyager okay then there's four of enterprise three so far of discovery and there is going to be a second season of picard okay coming out on top of there also being the the, the, the 13 movies 13 movies 13 movies yeah oh my goodness it's a lot of content. There's a lot of content. So a lot of space content. For a person like me, mm-hmm. there's a never-ending amount of Star Trek. Yeah. And it's great because That's I nice. love it. But for someone like you who may be thinking like, wow, maybe I should maybe I should watch Star Trek. It's a lot. There's a lot. I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you. And that's kind of like why you heard it from my partner yesterday that she oh, yeah. wants me to pick five episodes because I was just like, there's a lot. And so she's like, well, pick five, and those can be, like, the ones that can convince me to do it. And I, it's a lot of pressure for me because I really <laughs> love Star Trek. So when she's like, just pick five episodes, it's like, you want me to pick just five? And, like like I said, three seasons of the original series, seven, 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 four. And this is back when TV series meant, like, 
20 episodes more or more a lot, yeah a lot of the seasons of star trek are like 25 episodes yeah and they're an hour versus you know my streaming netflix brain was like oh one series it's like 10 episodes yeah. <laughs> it'll be like yeah 10 episodes and some episodes will be like 25 minutes and some will be 50 just whatever they feel yeah like. just like whatever's happening these are fine. like traditional like star trek you know airs on tv so it has to be a cool 45 minutes with commercial you know right right with commercials. commercials um so it's an investment interesting that's if the thing you were to suggest one series to watch I think it'd be Deep Space Nine. Deep Space Nine. Yeah. I feel like that's when they, I, I love the next generation so much. It is like the, it is what like basically my childhood is built on. But if I'm going to like recommend something that like, I feel like has more human interest stuff, the characters are more interesting. The storylines are a little better. And I think like, even though it, it has the sort of they're on a space station and they don't really go places i mean they do eventually get ships and and are able to go and do stuff i feel like there's just more interesting stuff happening in d space nine especially for somebody who's not like invested and interested in star trek Mm -hmm. as a just a concept yeah i do feel like d space nine is probably the best one to try okay so i'd say if you're gonna do it uh-huh. D Space Nine to be the first one to do. Okay. And then if you were like, okay, this is kind of cool, then we can talk again. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I don't, I don't want to like overload you and be like, well, you should actually watch, uh, this, 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 watch this season order, four of the next generation. This. And then, yeah. of course, they need to watch season three of D Space. Blah, blah, blah. Like, there's a lot. And there's going to be stuff where you're probably going to be like, because there's, there is some stuff where, that they will reference or, you know, whatever that has to do with the next generation or has to do with, you know, the older stuff. Something happens. But, it's sort of self-contained enough that even though like a character will show up and be like, Hey, it's me from the next generation. And you know, like you haven't watched it. There'll be some stuff where you're like, Ooh, I wonder what that's about, but there's not a ton where it's like, Hey, remember that time? And then they'll be like, yeah, no need to mention it to the audience because they already know they don't, there's not a ton of that. Okay. Yeah. It's just kind of like, uh, callbacks for fans yeah right like or fan just, yeah well i don't want to use the term fan service but you can fan use service. the term fan service well fan do you know about the origin origination of the term fan service no i don't <laughs> uh-oh <laughs> uh, maybe i don't want you to use the word now. i think it's fine it's just like i think generally people now use it and to, to to speak to it like that where it's like oh it's just like fan service just like you know yeah. wink wink nudge yeah. nudge for people who know but I think their their origination of the term is actually like when um, I want to say maybe it was in anime, but or just like in TV shows when it would it would be like the sexualization of like a character mm-hmm. or like you know you'd like peep a boob or like yeah. you know it's like that's fan service. Oh, man, <laughs> I have used that. That's one of those things. Like I'm sure I've used that word a zillion times <laughs> and just had no idea of the origin of. And now like I mean, I'm pretty sure. Maybe I should look that up. But I'm I'm like pretty sure that that that's what it originally meant but now people just use it basically to it's so it's so like yeah it's yeah. just a catch-all like, of like but yeah that's it's nice to know stuff like that because like i'd rather know that a word <laughs> is not good or a phrase is not good and know it's like bad origins than like continue to use it and people are just like do we just be like yeah. well i don't think any I, yeah i think it's safe it's also like it's such a it's so commonly used 
Yeah, that's why that I think it's safe now. I don't think. Yeah, it's not there. There are definitely I'm, worse. I'm pretty words sure that, it's that's one of those things that originated online and was yeah. like gross, uh-huh. and then like through the osmosis of the internet, enough people used enough, it. Yeah, it, it, it became. It, it sort of made it not gross. Yeah, I understand. Well, that's that's Star Trek. I mean, like. I could talk to you for like six hours about Star Trek. Oh, you're doing the Live Long and Prosper. Okay, yeah. I I, yeah. I, I forgot. That's something else I know. Yeah, not a lot of people are able to do that. Why not? Like just like physically, they like the- Oh, they're, the, they can't separate. Reason, the separating the fingers, they can't Interesting. do it. But, yeah. Huh. So Live Long and Prosper or Peace and Long what Life. If they, what if they had hired an actor to be on Star Trek and then they like couldn't do the- <laughs> I, uh, like they were like the world's best actor, but yeah. just could not. Yeah, do this. maybe that's why Brad Pitt wasn't in Star Trek. Oh wow, he can't. Yeah, we actually really love you for the role of Spock for the rest <laughs> of your life. We will pay you whatever amount Millions. of money you want. So much money, dude. Live long and prosper, and just like he, and he just can't. Like, huh? Just like his fingers like cracked as he. That's interesting that people can't do that. Yeah, I, I, huh. I, 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 I don't know. Maybe it's because like I did it so much growing up that I was just like, oh, hey, live long and prosper. Um, which I also, mean, I didn't. That's true. You have no, there's no muscle <laughs> I have memory. No muscle memory. But like, I, like I do it with people, and they just be like, I can't, I can't do it. Like, so I don't know. It just, it feels, it feels natural to me. But um, yeah, live long and prosper, or peace and long life, depending on which sect of Vulcan you are talking to. Spock is Vulcan. Spock is Vulcan. Yes, <laughs> that is correct. I'm just going to start saying facts that I know. <laughs> half Vulcan, half human. Ha- yes, I knew that. Yeah. Because his... Data is an android. Data is an android. He's not a cyborg. Not a cyborg. I yeah. know that too. Yes. And then a lot of people are humans. Worf is a, a Klingon, but. I don't know who that is. You'll... I know Klingon hey, is. Find a... out. I'll find out. Yeah. Uh, Klingon is a language that people can learn on Duolingo. Yeah pretty sure that surprised me yeah. as much as i love star trek and use duolingo sometimes um, mm-hmm. i didn't realize klingon was a thing on there but it is yeah i heard a story about two what are fan are they called trekkies trekkies okay. so trekkies is like the really like obsessed like uh, you know not in a i don't mean that in a negative way but people who right, like but... devote a lot of time and, and space to right, star they trek really love it and yeah. then there are Trekkers who are less serious about it, but still love. So Star would Trek. you consider yourself a Trekker? Trekker. A yeah. Trekker. Yeah. Okay. I heard a story about two Trekkies mm-hmm. who one was, I want to say, American and spoke English and one was French. Yeah. And didn't know English or mm-hmm. something, which is, maybe this isn't a true story because I feel like a lot of Europeans can also speak English. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> so maybe this is false, but um i feel like there was like two people two trekkies who like didn't speak like each other's languages but they both spoke klingon and they Mm -hmm. met at like a star trek conference Uh and so while they learned each other's languages they could speak klingon to each other like and they started dating and got married and stuff but that's like an internet story i read where i was like that's so dorky i believe it it's really sweet there's a i mean like the the great thing about star trek is because it was so progressive for its time there's a lot of stories of like if you watch like documentaries about Star Trek, the amount that people who were like there's a really famous story of Nichelle Nichols who plays Uhura in the original series that she was going to do the show for one season and then she was like, Oh, well, that was fun, but I think I'll do something else. 
And whether or not this story has been embellished over time or not is up for debate, but um, she got a letter from Martin Luther King. What? <laughs> who was like, um, you need to continue doing this show because what you are representing on television is you're representing a black person whose identity is not that they are black on screen. Mm. Like she was a She was the like like com- she was in command, yeah. right? Or er, yeah. okay, yeah. And so for her to be like a member of the crew and it wasn't like who let the, you know, uh, at this, you know, at this time in in the United States, they would have called her the colored person, you know, like mm-hmm. that sort of thing. But she's a member of the crew and there's no like there's absolutely no like color distinction between her and kirk or you know whoever Mm -hmm. like she's just a member of the crew so he wrote her a letter of like you this show is so important and what you're doing is so important to black culture because what you are is you're representing what we all want which is wow you know like the idea that we're not identified by our the color of our skin because on screen you're seeing her and you're like, wow, you know, black person on screen because, you know, it's the 60s and 70s yeah. and that's, you know, novel. But what she's presented as on screen is just a she's a character. She is a member of the crew. And so for like she was just like, oh, I'm just doing a fun space show, <laughs> whatever. And then she got that letter and she's like, oh, my God, I'm doing like I can't not do this show now because like i didn't realize how important this was yeah and so how many seasons did she end up doing she ended up doing the whole show and all the movies so she stuck around oh wow forever yeah um but it was just a thing where she was like yeah it was a cool acting gig for one year you know (laughs) (laughs) thank you for letting me do the space thing goodbye and because like i think at that time you know obviously there's no internet and it's not like you know i'm sure the show is is watched by a lot of people but there's not like conventions and you know the way that fandom and nerddom Mm -hmm. is is today <laughs> where like you can you you can find out how quickly people like something in an instant yeah but then it's like you film the show cool done whatever next project please and then like you know whatever so for him to take that time to write her that letter mm-hmm. just was like oh shit had no idea yeah. you know, like had no idea this meant so much to people so it's i mean there's Tons of stories of people just Star Trek touching their lives because it just created, you know, like having Spock sort of represent to people, not on on purpose, but he sort of represent to a lot of people who are like on the spectrum and like same with data uh, or like people who don't yeah. don't read emotion and communicate well. were able to like mm-hmm. see themselves on screen and not be presented as like other oh. or strange. Yeah. So it's uh, the show itself is just so like far reaching and well, that's and, nice. Yeah, that's wholesome. Yeah, I so, like that. I, that's what I mean. That's kind of why I like Star Trek. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. I like it now too. Yeah, yeah. maybe yeah. I'll watch it. Okay. <laughs> yes, got it. And also, don't forget to watch the Mummy. Also. Oh right, yeah, Brendan uh, Fraser's for, uh, The Mummy. Oh, maybe you know what? You should watch Star Trek Voyager for Mr. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Uh, Mr. Johnson. Mr. Course, Johnson, if you're listening. Yeah, Mr. Johnson, if you're listening. Of course you are. Uh, we love you, and your episode of Star Trek Voyager is wonderful. And uh, also, don't forget to watch Young Rock on NBC. Uh, it's a wonderful show, uh, actually starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I actually forgot he was in that. Young Rock. Oh, have you not heard of Young no. Rock? Okay, we're getting on a tangent here, but Young Rock is actually kind of <laughs> wonderful. It's a it is a TV show on NBC. It's it's uh the premise is that it's the Rock. I don't know how we got on this tangent. The Rock uh is running for president in like 2032. Uh huh. And so he's 
rather than having all of his like stories get unearthed by you know like someone like oh didn't you uh, we just found this thing he's telling his whole life story to uh randall park okay playing himself as an interviewer okay and so he's telling his life story to randall park bit by bit and then they do re- like a reenactment of like these actors playing younger Dwayne in like college and high school and like it, okay, when he's wait, like a kid. Is this biographical? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they're they are real stories. Interesting. Yeah. Do you think Dwayne the Rock Johnson is actually gonna run for president? It's not off the table, I think. For if him. that happens, I'm gonna yeet myself into <laughs> the space time continuum. <laughs> I will join you in yeeting into if, it. It's it's just there's just something about making a TV show to, sh- to share your life story uh-huh. about running for president in 2032 and then going and actually doing that. It's that makes me want to be <laughs> sucked up by a black hole. <laughs> you know, like I, I, I was having a conversation about this with somebody, and they were like, "Do you think he would make a good?" president because like you know for me i have i have been aware of dwayne johnson since he mr johnson mr the rock (laughs) mr the rock since he debuted in the wwf in 1996 so like i have followed his life and career for so long what do what do i think he'd make a good president and i mean sort of maybe (laughs) like he wouldn't be worse than you know a lot of others but um he's an empathetic person i think he's smart i think he might not be smart in all the right ways to be president Mm -hmm. but by 2032 maybe he would be yeah it'd be cool yeah it'd be cool cool. to be clear my issue is not with mr johnson running as president it's just the the, (laughs) it feels like space and time should fold in on itself if that sort of thing ends up happening yes where yeah i want the simulation to end me yes (laughs) <laughs> and so once he's elected, just like click off. I'm gone. We, I blink out yeah. of existence. And it's just like, yeah, on, on election night, we can like FaceTime each other. Yeah. And if just I be like, suddenly disappear in yeah. election night 2032, yeah. you know what happened. Right. I mean, well, the simulation is real. We'd all stop existing. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Only 11 more years <laughs> until Mr. Johnson is elected president and then we can stop existing. <laughs> Oh my god sorry anyways. that was a little dark anyways uh watch yeah watch star trek watch everybody star trek. <laughs> there's only 11 years left so watch star trek and while 11 you can years, while you can get it in while you can and enjoy yourself for that 11 years but um well that sounds really fun though yeah i just didn't really know that much about star trek i didn't know there was so much so much of it there's a lot yeah i think the only uh what was it oh um, I was on a Sunbreak team, and we named you did ourselves. A Star Trek, yeah, you did a Star Trek themed team. We did. We had a Star Trek themed team, and none of us knew anything about Star Trek. Oh, you should have consulted me. I mean, I should. Really we should have. Well. We. I mean, the only reason we did it was because it was a play on words for like our alumni team. You're. You went to Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech. Yeah. So we were. St- Star Tech. Star Tech. Yeah. yeah. So it was just, and we all, and it was a really easy costume. We won best costume. Yeah. We won a Spirit Award for mm-hmm. it. So it's like a super easy costume because it's just like, you know, a, a yellow shirt or a red shirt, you know. Yeah. So it, it was a lot of fun, but people would then got so excited about us being in these costumes mm-hmm. and they would come up to us and like 
oh my god i love star like they yeah. were just so i felt so bad because we would be like <laughs> i don't know anything about i don't this know thing. anything i don't know what you're talking about like uh-huh. none of us knew anything about it yeah which is kind of wild because yeah. it's a nerd school for nerds right and none that of us none of you had yeah i guess we were the cool kids wow wow Wow. (laughs) no but yeah it was really bad one guy like walked up to us and like showed us he had like the i don't know what the symbol is Mm -hmm. that the starfleet emblem oh okay that's yeah yeah he like had that tattooed on his chest Mm -hmm. and he was like i love star trek and we were like yeah (laughs) yeah we were like oh my god what's star trek (laughs) i'm pretty sure that's why we won best costume because i think that guy was like on the The like committee committee yeah, and he was so into it, our like little group. We won before it was called Sunbreak. We won a, a costume. We won the costume theme one year as well. What was your theme? We were uh, so Hulk Hogan uh-huh. had an album uh-huh. in like 1995, <laughs> and like me and my friend came across it and just became obsessed with it because uh-huh. we were both we were both like obsessed with wrestling. And wait, did he was he a rapper or a singer oh, or? It's on Spotify. Hang on. Hulk Hogan yeah. had an album in 1995 yeah. is the name of my autobiography. <laughs> I don't, you know what? It's not on Spotify, unfortunately, but um, mm. it was called Hulk Hogan and the Wrestling Boot Traveling Band. And um, oh my God, a, tell me it was bluegrass. It was so some of it's rap. Some of it is like ballads. So it's, it's itself a wild. I'll try and find it on YouTube and, okay. and text it to you. But um, there is a song called Beach Patrol. Okay. That is just like about, you know, like uh Hulk Hogan and his friends, you know, partying on the beach and making sure nobody's up to any bad shenanigans on the beach. And so we themed our team Beach Patrol. And we had we made a logo that said Beach Patrol in like the Hulkamania oh, font. Yeah. And then somebody made like a silhouette of his face. Of his face. And so they spray we spray painted a bunch of like yellow uh tank tops with red, you know, Beach Patrol yeah. with this thing and then the the lifeguard yeah, uh, the plus cross. on the on the back. So that's nice. Yeah, that's fun. That was a fun team. Yeah, that we, sounds fun. We did some stupid teams, but that was probably the highlight of. I mean, now Hulk Hogan's a bad person. So I mean, he was a bad person then, but we didn't know it that much. But uh, now we know Hulk Hogan's bad. So I think if there's anything that I've learned in the past like three years, it's that everyone's a bad person. Everyone's a bad person. We shouldn't love celebrities at all. Hulk Hogan is an especially bad person, though. There are oh, like people who anything. are like. Like, there are people who are, like, broadly bad, and then there's some people who are like, oh, yeah, they did some pretty bad stuff, but Hulk Hogan's, like, a bad guy. Bad guy? Yeah. Oh, we can talk about know. that another yeah, time. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah. I don't know anything. Yeah. I'm out of I'm out of touch. Oh. Maybe, gosh. I almost want to tell maybe you- Maybe don't what, tell me. <laughs> I almost want to tell you off pod, but I also maybe want to just reveal it on pod sometime. Okay. Anyways- uh, follow us Bonus on Instagram. <laughs> follow us on Instagram at NerdDumbPod. At NerdDumbPod. And uh, thank you for listening. And uh, we're sorry and we love you. Sorry. Love you. Goodbye. Go watch Star Trek. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Hey, pal. Did you get a load of the nerd? <laughs> <laughs>